Open a Classic Podcast, the podcast where I read a chapter and episode aloud, give you two or three questions to help you think about the chapter, and open the world of classics to you. So grab a cup of coffee or tea, and let's jump into the chapter. Chapter 2. Won't I just? The day drew near when the infant must be christened. The king wrote all the invitations with his own hand. Of course, somebody was forgotten. Now, it does not generally matter if somebody is forgotten, only you must mind who. Unfortunately, the king forgot without intending to forget, and so the chance fell upon the princess Macamnoit, which was awkward. But for the princess was the king's own sister. He ought not to have forgotten her but she had made herself so disagreeable to the old king, their father, that he had forgotten her in making his will, and so it was no wonder that her brother forgot her in writing his invitations. But poor relations don't do anything to keep you in mind of them. Why don't they? The king could not see into the garret she lived in. Could he? She was a sour, spiteful creature. The wrinkles of contempt crossed the wrinkles of peevishness and made her face as full of wrinkles as a pat of butter. If ever a king could be justified in forgetting anybody, this king was justified in forgetting his sister, even at a christening. She looked very odd, too. Her forehead was as large as the rest of her face and projected over it like a precipice. When she was angry, her little eyes flashed blue. When she hated anybody, they shone yellow or green. When they looked like when she loved anybody, I do not know. For I never heard of her loving anybody but herself, and I do not think she could have managed that if she had not somehow got used to herself. But what made it highly imprudent in the king to forget her was that she was awfully clever. In fact, she was a witch, and when she bewitched anybody, he very soon had enough of it. For she beat all the wicked fairies in wickedness, and all the clever ones in cleverness. She despised all the modes we read of in history, in which offended fairies and witches have taken their revenges, and therefore, after waiting and waiting in vain for an invitation, she made up her mind at last to go without one and make the whole family miserable, like a princess she was. So she put on her best gown, went to the palace, was kindly received by the happy monarch, who forgot that he had forgotten her, and took her place in the procession to the royal chapel. When they were all gathered about the font, She contrived to get next to it and throw something into the water, after which she maintained a very respectable demeanor until the water was applied to the child's face. But at that moment she turned around in her place three times and muttered the following words loud enough for those beside her to hear. Light of spirit, by my charms, light of body, every part, never weary human arms, only crush thy parents' heart. They all thought she had lost her wits and was repeating some foolish nursery rhyme, but a shudder went through the whole of them notwithstanding. The baby, on the contrary, began to laugh and crow while the nurse gave a start and smothered cry, for she thought she was struck with paralysis. She could not feel the baby in her arms, but she clasped it tightly and said nothing. The mischief was done. Mostly open questions to consider after reading. A daughter is born. However, the king is not upset. Why do you think he is simply happy to have a child? 
Have you ever forgotten to invite someone important to an event? The king forgets his disagreeable sister. What do you think would have happened if he had remembered to invite her? Thank you for listening to today's chat. If you would like to discuss the questions, check out the Crack Open a Classic podcast Instagram page and comment on the chapter's post. Check back tomorrow for the next chapter in this adventure.